Chapter 27 We did it, I whispered as I returned to my normal body. We destroyed the Condrona. We have to get out of here, Jake said. The Yerks will know. They'll be all over this place. So, what does this mean? Marco asked. We did it, but what does it mean? Have we changed the future? Everything changes the future. I groaned. Somehow I knew we'd hear from that guy again. A replacement, Condrona, will be here in three of your weeks. It was already on its way. Are you telling us this was all a waste? Marco demanded. Axe said, No, Marco, it was not a waste. Three weeks with only the Condrona aboard the mothership? In three weeks' time, they will suffer greatly. They will fall behind in their schedule. Many Yerks will perish. Three weeks is not a waste. Don't you mean three of our weeks, Axe? Marco teased. Is it enough? Jake demanded loudly. Is it enough? Have we changed the future? There was no answer. Just silence. I don't think he knows, I said. He showed us a possible future. But you know what? I don't believe the Elemist really knows the future any more than we do. What makes you so sure? I laughed. <laughs> because wherever it is that the Elemist exists, and whatever he's up to, and whatever game he's playing, and no matter how mighty he is, he has butterflies too. Then, an amazing thing. Laughter that welled up from inside us and echoed through us and made us all smile as if we were fresh and full of energy. <laughs> as I said, you are a primitive race, and yet you are capable of learning. I smiled. Come on, guys. Do you have the energy for one more morph? I feel like flying. At first, we saw no evidence that the Yerks were suffering. I don't know how they did it, but the Yerks managed to maintain. It wasn't until later that we learned we had done them terrible damage. But that is another story. Two days later, I took the bus over to my dad's apartment. He was packing up his suitcase to leave. Hi, Rachel, he said when he opened his door. I wasn't sure you were coming over. I shrugged. You're too disorganized to be able to pack all by yourself. He smiled a sad smile. Thanks. Yeah, no big thing. I would have come and picked you up, he said. Sweetheart, my dad said. You know, you can always change your mind. You can always come live with me. I know, Dad. He smiled sadly. You know, I'll miss seeing you as much, even though I'll be here every chance I get. I know that too, Dad, I said. I gave him a little kiss on his cheek. He patted my hair, and I cried. I closed up his suitcase and zipped it. You going to be okay without me here to take care of you? He asked. I can take care of myself, I said, wiping away the tears. We took the elevator down to a taxi that was waiting. Come with me to the airport. I'll send you home in the cab. I shook my head. No, I have stuff to do. He smiled. I understand. You probably have something very important to do with your friends. It was a joke. Absolutely, I said. We have to save the world. My dad laughed. <laughs> 
If anyone can do it, honey, it would be you. Then the taxi drove off. I looked up in the sky. A lone hawk circled high overhead. You coming, Rachel? Tobias called down to me in thought speak. I nodded my head so he could see. Yes, I was coming. End of Book 7 This has been The Stranger, Part 7 of Animorphs Aloud. Read aloud by Rena Gale. Thanks for listening.